Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of The Bit Effect. Today it's gonna kind of be a weird one, but we're talking about Battlefield 1. Okay, so, Luke, give me the stats for Battlefield 1. Let's get this out of the way. Okay. Battlefield 1 was made by EA DICE, or developed by EA DICE. I will start again because I fucked this up. <laughs> okay. Battlefield 1 was developed by EA DICE, published by Electronic Arts. Uh, it uses the Frostbite 3 engine and it released in October 2016 on Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and the PC. Yeah, at first you started to sound like you were a speaking spell. It would have been kind of cool. I'm sorry. But, uh, hey, gentlemen, gentlemen, uh, I should probably introduce you. So, over to my left is Luke. Hello. Now, Luke. Sitting on a road cone is Craig. Hello. And the man currently juggling babies is Mike. I hate to be last, but thank you anyway. It's a pleasure. Uh, you were juggling all the babies. I didn't want to interrupt by, you know, throwing you off balance. So, that's out of the way. So, tell me, gentlemen, when did you pick up Battlefield 1? couple of weeks ago when was it it was on sale it was on a bundle sale on the playstation store so battlefield one plus the premium pass and titanfall 2 plus some prime titans for 12.99 or 11.99 and i just mm. had to bite at that price otherwise i would never have bothered and this is the first you've heard of this game right mm. like nobody mentioned it to you <laughs> uh, maybe you should I have, was not aware that there was even a Battlefield 1. No one in my friends list had told me many, many times to buy it. This was the first time I had heard of it. That's a complete lie. All right, okay, well, maybe you Dave, need some new friends. I'm Craig. sorry, Dave. Dave told us to play, or told me to buy this, like a year ago, and 18 months ago, and six months ago, and eight <laughs> months ago, and however many times, any time we spoke about shooting things, oh, you get Battlefield 1. Um, and I didn't listen to him. I just listened to the price. Oh. Fair enough. I picked this up at lunch and sold it quite shortly after. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and when did you rebuy it? I bought it last week or two weeks ago when Craig started to say it was really good. And the reason that I rebought it is because when I first played it, I had no friends that were any good to play it with, especially Dave, who's shit. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> Alright, and while you're out there sniping people and not taking the point, we'll switch to Mike. I to Mike. spot people! I spot them for oh, you! spotting does nothing! <laughs> anyway, Michael, when did you buy the game? I'll give you a slightly longer story to this, as usual. Finally, a couple of weeks ago, as it hit the store, I uh, I, I picked it up. And that is the end of my short story. All right, I think we're safe to kill him now, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, personally, I picked up Battlefield 1, pre-ordered, launch day. I, unlike Mike, as soon as I heard, this is World War 1, and nobody makes World War 1 games, I was sold instantly. Uh, I spent a good, I believe, I 
Playcock was at 65 hours before I finally said, okay, I'm done with Battlefield 1. Kind of the same thing I did with previous Battlefields. I'll play for like 60 hours and then say, eh, eh, let's move on. But um, now that these three turds have picked up Battlefield 1, it's kind of reinvigorated my interest in Battlefield 1, and I picked up all the expansion packs. And, well, quite frankly, gentlemen, we've been hitting this thing pretty hard. Yeah. Yes, we have. It's, it's been, it's what, new... 20 hours in a couple of weeks? A week? Yeah, uh, it's two weeks tops, but maybe 10 least. days or something. <laughs> the focus of this show isn't going to be so much what we normally do, you know, where we kind of take time to decompress. These are going to be short tur episodes where we're just kind of talking mainly about multiplayer games that we all happen to play and how that interacts with it. So, who wants to take first shot and say single player isn't really worth playing, so we shouldn't talk about it? I actually have found in my limited time with the single player that it's actually quite a refreshing take on a single player Shut campaign. Up. It's shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, I hate to get yelled at. I agree with Craig. This one actually isn't too bad. Yeah, it's different because what it does is it takes what could be quite a lengthy, boring campaign full of drama and it turns it into tiny, I think it's war stories they call them. You've got a character, he's got an intro. I did the one with the plane, so you're it starts the cutscene opens and you're playing cards with someone and then you tie them up and steal their plane and that's how you end up becoming an ace pilot and it's a plane campaign and then you've got a tank one and an on the ground one and and it's quite nice it's quite chunk it's chunked up to the point where ah oh, just fancy playing a wee challenge in there instead of the multiplayer I haven't I haven't because I've just been playing the multiplayer but it's not bad no it's, and I'm actually kind of surprised most of the trophies or achievements are linked to single player this time. That's kind of weird. Although to be saying saying that the the big gold trophies are all related to uh, ranking up each of the classes individually first time. Yeah. So out of the um, uh, let's see, there are per usual four classes, gentlemen. Do you have a favorite that you normally play? I have played maybe of my twenty hours. I have played nineteen point five hours as a medic because it's ace. Okay, just it just because it's ace. No, you know I get I get a lot of satisfaction from resin people and just running about and 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 not even shooting people at points. But you're like running into danger in some sort of semi heroic faux way, going, "I'm going to save you," and you manage to res someone. You get killed, and they go on, and you can see them as you're bleeding out. They kill someone, and that <laughs> is like the ultimate win to me is I just I love that crap it's just it's just fun as anything and this I, I haven't seen it before in this when you play as a medic if you spot a, a downed comrade it will alert them that you're incoming so it's it means there's less of that chance of people dipping out at the last second you're two feet away and they respawn somewhere else it's that's kind of <laughs> avoided for the most part um, I love a medic class. The weapons are all mostly single shot, um, self-loading rifles. Again, I quite I work quite well with that kind of weapon as opposed to spraying, praying everywhere, which is not my normal assault. It's just blah, is <laughs> that? Whereas the medic's quite, it's quite balanced. It's got a good bit of range to it. It's got some nice perks, some nice gas and you're done it's, I, I'm a fan, I'm a very big fan of the medic class I'm going to have to admit that um, <clears throat> this this is the very rare Battlefield game where um, previous habit has been 
I will play purely as support. Uh, I just love suppress fire and everything. And that, that suppression changes over each battlefield game. You don't know if it's going to be nerfed or... What's the opposite of nerf? Buffed. Buffed. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know which way it's going to go with each game. In this one, um, I found that I've pretty much played every single class to an equal degree. I don't think any one of them is less enjoyable than any any other. Um, the scout is definitely the <clears throat> the place where I'd normally be be quite quite anxious of playing. But uh, you know, with the little sniper shield and things, so I absolutely had a blast the other night. Um, playing as medic, yeah, I get all the fun that that Craig would get from it. Even playing as assault, you know, you're always gonna want to make sure those vehicles are out out of the game because vehicles dominate it quite frequently. Um, but a good amount of assault can can put that right. Uh, and support still feels just as good as usual. So I can't see it changing. It once I'd wrapped up all the all the achievements for you know. Uh, all these diff- different progressions I just thought who am I going to play as now and I thought I'm just going to switch out classes whenever I see fit why not yeah you guys have done a pretty good job of explaining uh, I think preferably my class as a scout I, I like to kind of take my time and um, do a lot of the sniping uh... stuff I know I'm sorry um, <laughs> there is something fascinating about like sniper warriors um, but when I'm with you guys, I'll either go support or medic. And like, if we're doing an objective and I feel like we're losing because I'm sniping, I will change, change it up and join you guys in the, in the, um, in the field, as they would say, in the trenches. <laughs> <laughs> I have to admit, though, Luke, you know, ever since ever since I did play a scout for a little while, I have started to understand a bit more about what you're actually doing in the zone that you have to put yourself in because staying behind one of those little shields is quite an addictive little thing and you feel quite, pretty invincible inside there, yeah. Dave likes to accuse snipers of being useless and like, but he doesn't realise that today when we played that I spotted everybody that was coming at him and they all died and he didn't. But I never said anything. I just thought <laughs> I will be the, the voiceless hero <laughs> that will not take the credit. <laughs> you see... You see, there's a reason why, and that would be that they're useless. No, no, no. no, no. no. <laughs> My, look, the snipers, uh, scouts in this, definitely have their purpose. The problem is everybody and their mother likes to think, oh, if I'm a sniper, I won't get shot and I can just kill people. And a game that is based around taking and holding points, you don't want 42 snipers. Nothing no, against the class. It's just so many people go snipers. Now, whereas all of these guys like to faff about with their stupid little classes that don't do anything, <laughs> some of us are in the mud, covered in blood, playing support. And uh, even in Battlefield 3, I tended to be an engineer because I like I like vehicles. Like That's the one thing that this game has that not really any other shooters do. And so it always struck me as that's the core of Battlefield is vehicles. And Mike's right. I mean, vehicles dominate this game more than they do Battlefield 3 or 4. And I like that because it's also kind of time appropriate where every class can do damage to it, but not every class can kill a vehicle. It's very much a team effort for the most part because support, you have what? You have the mortars? Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't even know. What, what do scouts get? 
they can technically, I think they can technically use those uh, explosive uh, bullet bows, or is that uh, no? Correct. Oh, is it anti tank rounds? I think those anti tank rounds for the support mm. uh, for the scout. I'm sure that's one of the, the uh, secondary or what do you call it things. Yeah, like your equipment slots. Yes, that's the one. So for the most part, only vehicles will be able to knock out vehicles unless a bunch of people from a bunch of different classes will gang up on a vehicle that's, say, on a point. Yeah. And uh, playing support, you're dropping ammo for everybody, and most importantly, you're laying down just just killing lanes of suppressive fire. And the ch- it is tricky to find where you should be, where you shouldn't be, because as soon as you start shooting those 200 drum round rounds, you're going to be light up like neon because everybody knows where you are. So a lot of the fun comes from trying to find where to be without getting shot in the face two seconds after you start shooting. The suppression So that's why support class is my vote for the most important class of the game. I think going back to, going back to the sniper argument, though, with Luke, I think that those, those shields are perfectly made for your, uh, your trench... Your trench scope things, which which make periscope. Spotting. Yeah, yeah, the trench periscope. That's that's probably the most invaluable thing I've seen in this game because there's nothing worse than popping over a hill and getting shot in the face by three people. <laughs> <laughs> like I said before, the the vehicles are a very important part of battlefield, but there's also something else that's a very important part of battlefield and sets it apart from other shooters is well the way the scoring works, the way the game is 100% objective based. If you're playing those modes. And they're not really things like... They they have things like, uh, you know, Team Deathmatch and Supply Drop and those kind of things. But the the modes that DICE puts its weight behind are the operations. You guys want to talk about operations for a minute? Operation, because you're the doctor. It's so much fun to Hello? play. Oh, you guys can hear me now. Yeah. I've been speaking on mute for about five minutes oh Getting no frustrated with people oh, talking no. over me <laughs> oh sorry dude <laughs> no it's my own fault i pressed the mute button right well um, i guess that leaves you with the option to go on about the operations then no i've done enough talking the last five minutes just because you guys can't hear it doesn't mean i'm gonna do it <laughs> oh my God. do you have anything anything to add about the sniper argument I thought it was weirdly you were quiet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. So it's very frustrating being suppressed when you're a sniper. It, it like, literally, you can't do anything. Uh, it's it's annoying. But I agree that the snipers can be super frustrating. Like, I mean, if I'm playing a game, we, we jumped out of a game earlier today because the majority of our team were snipers and we couldn't push an objective. Oh, yeah, yeah, Gallipoli. But a good sniper, like, will change this the way a game plays especially if they spot properly and call out i mean like you know today um i was top of the scoreboard in a game that we were playing and that wasn't because i was getting loads of kills like my kill death ratio was good but i was spotting just everything that was coming in towards us and then managing to take out the enemy snipers i wasn't going for their their team i'm not good at moving targets but you know there's a balance you know there has to be the right amount of people in a team and um just to go back to dave's point about support being the best class i i think that as well um you know if you're playing assault and you're trying to take out a tank you don't have enough ammo to take out one tank so you need that you need that support person to come and drop your ammo and the mortars and the the crossbow and grenade launchers like i think that's the most well-rounded 
class in the game. Well, I mean, that's the cool thing about Battlefield 2. It's like if everybody is playing, the, if you have a squad that sticks together and everybody plays their class the way they're supposed to be played, you'll be pretty damn near unstoppable. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can deal with anything that comes your way. I mean, even if somebody goes down, you have a medic, just pop them up really quick. This is something I've, I've not brought up whilst we've been playing. I just wanted to see what you guys think. Um, so you'll often see squads of just medics and they'll just go capture objective after objective and res each other continuously. Um, so like essentially you could be fighting a team of 10 if they all manage to continuously res each other. Do you guys think that's a fair mechanic? It's, it's something I think is a little bit overpowered, but I can't think of a way to resolve it. Well, you can only res once. Yes. But there is a cooldown. Yeah. Like, I, so, I mean, if you die, I res you, and then you die again, I can't res you again. But what, I mean, the chances of, of us wiping a squad quick enough for them not to res the whole squad up again, and then Oh, probably, yeah, that is frustrating. Yeah. But you have to admit at the same time that the, the medics have their own specialized weapons, and I do, you know, I, I am a very lucky person. When I play as a medic, that gun does everything I want it to do. But I do feel like I'm, I'm you know, it's a crutch in a way. It's not like you're going to have the very best weapon to be taking out all the enemies around you all the time. I mean, obviously, their main role is being a medic. So, you know, yeah, you come no, up against an yeah, assault I, person, they're, they're easily going to be able to dispose of a couple of medics in most situations, I'd think. I just think the games that we tend to lose badly at, it seems to be that it's one or two teams with a lot of medics in it that swing the game. Um, and I, I don't know if it's unfair or it, that's maybe too far, but there, there is sometimes you're just like, I've just killed that guy and he's just been rezzed and now I've, I killed the other guy that rezzed him, but his mate who was also a medic just rezzed his mate. And it's just this continuous, like, nobody yeah. shall die. <laughs> I, Daisy chain? Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, the perfect counter to that would be just take, a, just take a vehicle in there. There's nothing a medic can do against a vehicle. Yeah. But yeah. The, they're not always available. Some guy's sitting on the edge of the map just trying to pot shot kills. Yeah, yeah, I get it. It gets very frustrating. So, like, before, does somebody want to explain operations? Because that's where the main meat of this game is. Okay, so... Operations basically pits you into, um, as far as I could tell personally, as a member of a squad who doesn't usually make all the choices, I always love having someone like Dave choose where we're going to go to, where we're going to fight. Um, but it, it drops you in into a set, into a scenario where you're going to have certain sections of one huge map where you basically have to be attacking or defending, and you've got to hold your area. So, let's say in the defense scenario, you're holding your area for this entire map. You've got five different checkpoints of maybe a checkpoint A and B, maybe a C as well. Then after that, you get a, a brilliant addition where it actually moves on to a second map from there. So, it's like its own little mini game. It feels like its own little campaign in a way. And it's it's very uh, very intense that, you know, all footnoted and bookended with all these very nice little cinematic showing what's happening at the time uh, and introducing these huge I don't know what they actually call them in this game I know in the previous games they had like the you know the knocking down buildings and stuff but in this one it's these huge um, just basically huge vehicles like trains blimps oh yeah the destroyers Dread, yeah on dreadnought the ocean mm -hmm. yeah yeah there you go dreadnought yep mm -hmm. and it's it's pretty it's pretty fantastic although 
as far as I'm aware, it can be a bit biased towards the uh, the defense team, but I'm not 100%. Yeah, depending on the map, there's there are definitely maps where it feels like the attackers have an advantage or the defenders have an advantage. Like, um, if you haven't played it, I'm sorry, but there are a couple stages that take place in the desert. And if you're an attacking uh, on the attacking side, it is just a nightmare because it is nothing but open planes and you're getting sniped from about 32 different directions. Uh, that's my least favorite map in that game. Oh, yeah. If I remember right, that's the one that was featured in the, the beta as well for the game. Well, that's stepping forward with your worst foot. Ooh. <laughs> but yeah, uh, while there are other game modes present, like I said, operations are the main meat of the game. And it's nice to see that moving forward in Battlefield Five, they're going to be upped and they're going to be have more focus put on them. So it all sounds like we're a big fan of it. And I'm curious, gentlemen, what gripes do you have with the game? Luke brought up the medic thing, but do you guys have any gripes? I have a few. Um, I mean, as a sniper, this one maybe doesn't affect you guys as much as others, but um, I find that I often the terrain doesn't seem consistent so sometimes i'll be crawling over like you know trying to find a snipe position and i'll just randomly stand up uh it, it's really weird i don't understand what that's about um it it's like i've clipped a wall or something and it's making me try and jump it um they, there also seems to be like a problem sometimes like traversing terrain so you can in this game you can jump over um like obstacles or up hills or you can um you can like climb under things but quite often you seem to get stuck on areas that you don't think you'd get stuck on or um mm. like you'll try and jump up something and it won't let you or you'll try and run up it and you need to jump but there's not actually something there in front of you if you're prone and you shoot you hit the ground when you know like the camera of your gun oh, yeah. isn't yeah there's just little things like that but um it maybe doesn't bother you guys as much, but being as a sniper and you've just crawled two, three minutes and then you, you randomly stand up and give away your position can be a little <laughs> bit frustrating. Oh, no, it's the same thing with support because you're bipoding almost yeah. everything you use and getting it to bipod correctly sometimes is, is the worst thing ever. So, yeah, I'll totally agree. There is some weird janky geometry going on. I'd like to add, and it's, I think it's something that's happened to all four of us so far, is every once in a while you'll spawn and nothing will work. <laughs> yeah. You can't yes. fire your gun. You can't yeah. switch your weapon. It's just, yeah. uh, and you're kind of got to chill for a moment. I, I don't know what's going on internally with the game, but after a couple seconds, okay, you can do stuff now. That, that also brings on to the thing about not being able to use your, like your support or your extra weapons straight off a of spawn. Like I, I thought it was just the mortar on the support class, but, Sometimes I can't drop the support shield for a good thirty seconds after I spawn. Um, I I don't understand it. There's no there's no message to tell you why. It can be very frustrating, especially if you spawn on top of somebody and you desperately need that item. Like, you know, there's a tank bombing you, or and you need to get the mortar out and try and take it out. Yeah. Well, funnily enough, Luke, I do have a small story about that because I did use my shield the other day, and I went onto I went onto a nice little hill in the middle of all the burning burning tree bark i don't know what was happening but i put my shield down i ducked on the floor i realized there was no shield in front of me so i started shooting and i thought oh it's probably just not appeared so i stood up and i thought oh, i'll put it down somewhere else and then i thought hang on where's it gone so i turned around looked where i previously was and it had dropped the shield on the branch of a tree above where i was stood 
No. So I went over, <laughs> retrieved it, and then finally put it back on the floor where it was supposed to be. But uh, hey, it can happen. Yeah, I, I don't think it's anything so bad that it'll really dampen your enjoyment of the game. But there are little things, you, you know, you'll notice when you're playing. Craig, what about you? Um, I'm desperately trying to think. I can't think of anything. It's not like it's a glowingly perfect game. I just find it a really enjoyable shooter. And... Oh, yeah. I think I'm only 20... I think it's like 22 hours off the stats. Um, so I'm still in the infancy of this relationship. And I'm finding the kind of... The interface that gives you all this, you know, the service assignments and your weapon stats and all that, it's great because it gives you kind of some sort of wee mini target. Like, I know you've been service star and all the weapons per class. Um, So I've started down that same journey as well. And I I feel like it's one of those ones that you can put down and pick up. And I I haven't really been frustrated. I don't even get frustrated. You know when you've got that medic-loaded squad or you're being completely rolled over time and time again and just on a losing streak, you've got a crap team and nothing's going right. I That doesn't face me at all. I just get on with it. Uh, well, uh, hold on. Sorry, I just want to butt in. That kind of leads me to a point in the fact that even if you're getting rolled, like absolute rolled, it's very nice that there are still some goals you can work on that are personal, not the way you affect other things like you know even if you're getting rolled you can still get your you know 30 heals of a squad member that way you can unlock this gun or you know you can still get the revive stuff it's very cool that most of the things you have to do don't revolve so much around killing yeah because i know uh uh, craig you're not a big fan of you know when it's just kd only like only your kd matters not Not, uh, that kind of that kind of stuff doesn't bother me Apart from when I'm kicking ass, then it then it's very much bothers me. <laughs> <laughs> when you're in a bomber, it when matters. Well, when you're not, well, I've been, I've been thinking about this. See that heavy bomber? I'm beginning to think it might be slightly overpowered because I've checked. <laughs> I checked the stats before recording, and I've done 22 hours. I've got 40 minutes in that heavy bomber, and it accounts for a third of my kills. Oh. Well, you, to be fair, you are playing medic like eighty-five percent of the time. Yeah, well, yeah, that's true. I've, you tend to run we've all with seen an injection you, rather than. I do. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. yeah We've all seen your KDs <laughs> when you are playing medic. <laughs> if I break even, it's an okay game, but I, I, it just doesn't. Fu- it doesn't bother me. That's the thing. It's not about the KD. The KD is a very kind of cod way of thinking of things. When I'm thinking about it. When you're playing Call of Duty, you're on your KD. That's exactly what you want. You want to be top of the leaderboard with those kills. With this, I can be zero kills, 24 deaths, yet totally satisfied from resin people or bombing stuff or blowing up. You know what I mean? It's kind of, there's, there's so many different ways well, to play. That, that's my question that I have. Would it, would it be better, worse, or not affect you guys at all? If they were to knock out, like when you hold the options button, the scoreboard pops up. Mm-hmm. If they didn't show KD, they just showed like name, maybe flags taken or defended, and their score. But you could still see your KD. Would that matter to you guys at all? That wouldn't bother me. I mean, it'd be cool if they could do it related in class. So like medic was heals versus revives, and sniper oh, yeah, was yeah, spots yeah. versus headshots or something like that. Like. 
that wouldn't yeah. be a bad idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to go back to something though, like you guys were saying that, like you know, Craig, you don't get annoyed with being completely steamrolled, and like I, I really get annoyed with that. But this is a problem that's pissed me off at Battlefield since Battlefield Three, and the fact that I don't think it balances teams very well. And what, like Call of Duty, if I remember right. If you're playing very, very well, you'll get moved to a different server. Or if you're playing very poorly, like after a few games, it'll reshuffle the servers around. This doesn't happen in Battlefield. Um, so whilst there is a little bit of team balancing, if you join a game where the one team is winning by a good margin, it's quite often the case that that will be the same throughout the the progression of that server. Uh, match after match and we we've had it ourselves where we've quit out of games to find a server which is a bit more balanced um like this game i think suffers from some of the maps have very very poor spawn points so you'll spawn and just instantly die like you know you'll maybe get five seconds before you're, you're sniped or taken out and that's not enjoyable for me but when the game is balanced or when you're having a good run it is it is amazing fun there's there's so, I mean, like when Dave and Craig and Mike, when we have that good synergy going and we manage to capture a point and we're all working like a team and it, it feels like it's a good competition rather than it, we're winning very easily or losing very badly. Um, that I, That's when Battlefield is at its best for me. And I wish they, they could do something to get that to to happen more often. I mean, it's not it's not terrible, but for me, that's been a problem since Battlefield 3 at least. Out of curiosity, Luke, is that also a problem even in like Battlefront Two? Uh, yes, yeah, it's a, it's definitely ah, a dice thing. Yeah. Um. Well, that's the thing. I mean, you play these maps so often where you know where the enemy is going to be spawning from. You just know. It's not really so much random as it's like okay, the people will spawn out of one of five locations, and if you know where all five are, you mm. can lock somebody down pretty mm. hard. Yeah. Uh, like the game we jumped out of earlier today where it was mainly snipers i would imagine that game would wouldn't change at all and it'd be great if like you know when you match make it's like right you mainly play as a sniper so we're only going to put so many snipers in this match or whatnot it's for me i just don't understand why it's taking dice so long to look at it and if you look at if you look at um the dice support forums it's a common complaint of the matchmaking not 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 making it and it, it, i guess it's a tough thing to fix but they've had long enough in my opinion to have another crack at it or change it but um it's actually the reason i sold the game the first time i had it um i ha- i played it for about 6 weeks and i had a bit of bit of battlefield fatigue i mean i think i've put 3 400 hours in between all the battlefield games quite easily um and this game's great when you've got loads of friends to play it with but I think it's quite frustrating to play by yourself and at the time I think um, I wasn't matching up with Dave and Grim who had it so I was playing it a lot by myself so it's maybe another thing to say it's great in a team but not not on your own. Do you guys find that? Have you tried playing it by yourselves? Yeah, I've, been, I've been playing by myself quite a lot and I play differently when I'm by myself um yeah yeah. same here very differently yeah very very differently um it's also when i've been sampling like the support class and scout and assault um the vehicles i tend to use vehicles more more rely rely on myself a wee bit more i suppose but it's 
not bothered me that much. On the balancing, I've noticed a few kind of times where it has said you can't swap teams due to balance. Or, you know, if you, you spawn as mm. defend, you want to attack, you can't change. Um, but my, like, stat, you know those wee stat boxes you get in your career for the battlefields? I can see four and this. And it's 51% and 52% for wins across the two games. So it's like... Yeah, you know what? I'm the same thing. Yeah. It's it's very much... I've never noticed... Not, you notice being steamrolled and you notice when you're on a steam roller rolling. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> nice save. Yeah, getting there. Uh, but I think, I, if, uh, holistically, I think it balances out at a higher level, if that makes sense. It might not feel imbalanced on the ground, but overall the games yeah, no. are... I get you. Like I've got the same win. I've got the same percentage. I think I'm at like fifty something percent. Mm-hmm. But if you come across a team that are very good, the chances are they're not going to move that team around servers to find another team of a similar sort of okay. skill level. So quite often when we're getting steamrolled, it'll be one or two very very good teams of five against other teams of that aren't of a similar quality. And for me, it feels like you're playing a little bit of Russian roulette. Are, the server am I joining? Is this one where I'm going to feel like I'm being, I'm not being steamrolled, or I am not on a steamroller? <laughs> so, so you'd appreciate it if they if they did like pre-made groups are match made with pre-made groups. I I think they do that at the moment, um, but there's do they? no. Well, have you guys noticed that if one of us plays by ourselves and then everybody else comes on like next half an hour and joins, we tend to win those games, like. And I, I assume it's because we're playing with other people that aren't in teams, but I, I'm just guessing at this. But, you know, if you play Call of Duty and you're playing in a game, you know, if you're, if you're losing badly conti- consistently, chances are after a couple of games, you'll get moved into a server with another team that aren't doing as well as you are and until it kind of becomes a bit more balanced. But there, that's never occurred in Battlefield, as far as I'm aware. Mm. I think the bigger problem with cons- I've ever noticed. There's there's plenty of issues why consistency could be an issue in this game. I mean, first and foremost, but a lot of people might have bought this at launch. A lot might have the revolution with all the DLC. So uh, anyway, on the latest maps, it's it, you know it's it's a bit hairy finding the fight. But as well, Call of Duty, you know, it's a it's a five ten minute match game. Battlefield, it can be an hour and a half playing a playing a map in some you know, especially if you're playing a, an operation. It's a very long drawn out situation and. You, you have to think that how many people are really going to be prepared to sit down for almost two hours to play a play an FPS in that case. Well, and going by my bedtime for the last month, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the last complaint I'd like to state is, uh, well, Craig is a man of planes because he's fascinated mm-hmm. by the idea of flight and he's weird. Uh, I am very much a man of vehicles. I love the vehicles. I would like to see Battlefield stop doing the first come first serve mm. because you will have people that will die sit on the spawn screen until it pops. Yes. I would pref- there's got to be some kind of way you can do it of a queue system of like Luke, you get a tank, up oh, you just blew up. All right, next person's in line. You can put your name back in the queue. Kind of like the way uh like a weird bastardization of the heroes how they work in Battlefront. Not tokens, but while you're playing, you can get the little notification that says a tank is available. Do you want yes, no? 
Yeah, they tried to change that in Battlefront Two, and they've they've it's not a better system. So you get points as you do in Battlefield, um, which are a currency that you can spend. So like you can the first person to get to seventy thousand or seven thousand points will get a hero. However, it then becomes of somebody gets to seven thousand points and they'll just sit in the menu waiting to um waiting until that hero dies so they can spawn because there only could be like two or something um mm. and it i found myself you know like the cool thing about that game is you want to be the hero or you want to be the tank but you spend more time waiting in the menu trying to get something to play it than you do yeah like having an option where you can queue and it pops up and says you, you'll be the you'll be the tank yeah the you're next the next tank seconds. yeah yeah, yeah, uh, because the way it works now is you do have a lot of people that will take a tank, go to the far end of the map, and try to snipe kills because they don't want to get blown up. And then that tank is not available to help you push a point or to defend a point. And with vehicles being as powerful as they are, it really hurts sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that that's my major problem. But uh, since these are supposed to be shorter, guys, we should probably wrap this yeah. up. Well, what about, what about getting, spin it into what's like... Instead of ending on the low, spin it into something like, well, that's enough of the bad no, points. Yeah. What are the best points or what have been some highlights and then end? I was gonna do it, Greg. Prove it. Dave, uh, saying, could we finish off on some highlights? Oh <laughs> my gosh. Okay, gentlemen, we have talked enough about the bad because overall we're all, I would say, glowingly positive about this oh, game. Yes. Yeah. And even when, you know, like Luke, you bought... You, you sold it, then you bought it again. Once you find people to play with is when this really shines. So let's start doing final thoughts, gentlemen. Like, what are your final thoughts of Battlefield 1? And is this enough to make you continue to play Battlefield games? Well, David, now that you ask, and having been shunned in giving my vocal opinion on my negative points of the game, <gasps> <I'm>... <laughs> <laughs> I'll proceed to tell you the double-edged swords of, of what faced me with this, which are that... I may have said I didn't like the time period. Um, and coming into it, I think having mustard gas throwing your face repeatedly, having to <laughs> shun, having to, uh, you know, put on that gas mask and brace the trenches, I have quite enjoyed it a lot more than I expected. Um, a lot of people that I know of have bounced off this game, but coming into it this late, I think there's still a lot of fun to be had. And my other main problem with the game, which is a double-edged sword in a way is that this isn't necessarily what I'd think of being a Battlefield game. A lot of Battlefield is about having 360 degrees of vision, being able to go far off to the north, far off to the south. I think this game is a hell of a lot more east and west only approach in most cases. But having said that, I don't think it detracts from the game at all. I still think it's a brilliant game. Um, and with so many pet peeves of my own personal preferences, I'm surprised it's as good as it is. Um, a bonus point to add is that as the the HDR 4K guy here, it it lives up to you know technical. How are brilliance. the sunsets? <laughs> it looks amazing after after playing um, State of the K two recently. Switching this game on, it was like it was basically like resolution was the main word, and it it does hit it. It looks amazing on the PS4 Pro, and uh, I will continue to play it with you guys, definitely. Yeah. So. Um... I've obviously put a lot of time in Battlefield and there are small frustrations, but there, I, I can't think of another game where since the time I started playing it when I was a teenager, 
still has me playing it until well beyond when I should be going to bed. Like, I think <laughs> one night I went to bed at three and woke up at six for work. That's ridiculous. <laughs> you know, I'm, 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 I'm in the You're 30s. a grown-ass man. Look. I know, right? I know. Um, this game is absolutely phenomenal. I really like the way they've pushed towards giving a little bit of, like, history of an event or, you know. Oh, so, I love that, yeah. yeah I, I know nothing about World War One, um, but doing the... Um, doing the operations and getting a little snippet from each side of the the argument or the story of the the war and like how each team what they did when they won a battle and that sort of stuff is is really interesting but it's then followed up by one of the greatest shooters there is to play with your friends um craig and i had a really good game the other day (laughs) you know craig's a medic and uh craig i i ran out on this kamikaze run and took out a guy and craig I died and Craig came running after me, resurrected me, uh, but died. So I then shot the guy that killed him, picked up Craig's gun, which made me a medic, resurrected Craig. (laughs) And we both died like horribly shortly after. But it was like, yes, we did it. We're still alive. It was was absolutely amazing. It, Um, It was one of those moments that will be ingrained in my memory as it solidified this as a proper banger for me. It really has. Yeah. yeah i i can do nothing but give high praise for the battlefield games and um i'm really really excited for battlefield 5 i'm so glad i picked this up again and gave it gave it another opportunity and i think once you you realize that it is a game to play with your friends and not by yourself or for me that that's the case anyway um i have a i've had a much better time with it yeah i'm on the same boat apart from having bought it in the first place obviously um <laughs> If only somebody had told you. <laughs> I didn't put a lot of time into Battlefield 4. I, play, I played 3, uh, an excessive amount. Never really clicked with 4. Played Hardline, didn't really click with that. That was a completely different kettle of bells. And then this came along cheap and grabbed it. And it has captured my heart on the battlefield. That wasn't, uh, that's not good enough. I need to think of a better that, pun. That was nothing. I don't even know what you were yeah, trying no, to accomplish no, with that. It Craig. just didn't happen. Anyway, anyway, the point is, it's fantastic. That week in a story that Luke told there was just one of those moments where it was just like, this is perfect. This is where we need to be when we're playing online. Fantastic. We run around. Um, the bomber thing, recently discovering that you can fly and kill many, 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 many people from the sky um, in a <laughs> relatively easy to control plane is fun. <laughs> So, you know, it's it's great. Oh, it's, it's like I was texting you the other day and I was like, guys, guys, I just killed like 80 plus people in a few lives and it was just ace. Um, I've had Can a you blast. imagine being continuously killed by a guy called Super Happy Casual? <laughs> <laughs> it's super, I hope people can see the t- light, tiny little purple poo with the smiley face that is my avatar as well because that's just like... <laughs> Oh dear. No, I've I can't I can't say how much I'm enjoying this and I think we'll play it we'll play it more. Obviously we're gonna go on and play more multiplayer games and record about those as well. But I think for me, if we go and play something like Helldivers, if we one Friday night go, Oh, do I get on and play something? It's probably gonna be something like Battlefield and it. It's not or Rocket League or something. It's never there's other games out there that are good multiplayers, but this is completely solid. It gives you that common goal which is just ace the end 
And, and may I just add, this is this is Craig's first recommendation that I fully endorse as well. Excellent. Thank you, mate. And, Thank you, mate. and apologies to Dave, Graham, and Luke for not picking it up originally two years ago. I'll accept your apology, and I don't really have much to add other than what's been said here. Like those little stories, like with Luke, where you know you're you're playing a medic and you manage to res somebody, but you see somebody doing a bayonet charge towards you, so you res somebody, and both of you kill the guy coming towards you. <laughs> it, it is it is full of a lot of these little gameplay moments that make Battlefield special. I don't want to say other shooters are bad. It's just that there's something about the Battlefield formula that elevates the first-person shooter genre for me. Uh, you add in, like, the little history moments because, like I said, nobody nobody does anything with World War One anymore. It happened a hundred damn years ago. Nobody makes, you know, very many movies about it or books or, or even games. And to see them take this, and you can really tell they love, you know, researching the history because there's a lot of stuff in here. Uh, even the guns, I mean, it, uh, like... The guns don't feel like they put an old skin on modern guns. They feel very clunky and mechanical, and they just yeah. feel good. So, for me, this was going to be a day one winner. And, yeah, five, going back to World War II, that's going to be a day one winner, too. I'm just so much of a sucker for this kind of stuff. Well said, Dave. Well said. All right, let me close this out, and then maybe we'll play some Battlefield. Um, <laughs> all right. So this is something we would like to do every once in a while, just on multiplayer-focused games. We all give our thoughts really quick. So thank you very much for listening, and I don't really know where we're going to put this, so make sure you listen to the next episode. Oh, and the episode after that is going to be something special, I think. I don't know. So, gentlemen, <laughs> say goodnight. Good night. Good night. Good night. I, oh yeah, talk to us on Twitter and, and Gmail uh, and Facebook. Carrier Pigeon. What's the okay, special right. game we're playing? I don't know. I, I don't know where we're putting this. I just figured something, something special's gotta be coming. I don't know. Click B. <laughs> <laughs>